Human Trafficking True Crime covers the exploitation of men, women, and children across the world. Subject matter may not always be suitable for children or those dealing with mental health issues. Listener discretion is advised. If you or someone you know has been trafficked, please contact the Human Trafficking Hotline by texting HELP, H-E-L-P, to 233-733. Billions of dollars spent every year with hundreds of thousands of victims. Human trafficking happens all over the world. And tonight we are going to highlight several cases that have been sent to us by listeners. And we are going to talk about all of the different stories that are making the rounds. People getting arrested, victims, survivors, and everything in between. Hello, everyone out there, wherever you are, whatever you may be doing. Thanks for being here. I'm Shannon Labrie. And I'm Megan. And you're listening to Human Trafficking True Crime, presented by Last Word. We are the one and only podcast that's telling the truth about human trafficking, and our goal is to give the victims and the survivors the last word. If you like what you hear and you want to help support the show, you guys can do so in a few ways. You can donate at our website, which is lastwordbysl.com. You can go follow us on Instagram at human trafficking LW pod and follow us on Facebook at last word by SL. How's it going, Megan? It's going pretty good. It's been a while. Yeah, I know. You know, it's really funny. As I was thinking on the way down here, I'm like, what a glorious day. I'm so glad we're recording, but then we're going to have to like take another hiatus because <laughs> travels mean, and yeah, schedules that's and true. all the things. But we are here. We are doing an episode because people want to hear from us. Yes. I actually had a lot of people reaching out asking if the <laughs> podcast is you? over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like guys, things are still going on, but we all have we all have daily uh daily lives, so sometimes... maybe one day this will be full time. Yeah, that would be amazing, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't That's <laughs> that's sad. I mean, we could do it. There's enough cases to cover it, but that's just really sad when you think about <laughs> oh, it like yeah. that. Yeah, that is true. We'd probably need to get a therapist on speed dial. Oh, yeah. We probably should just have therapist on site when we're recording. Definitely. Like, just to chime in on, like, you know, yeah. their Actually, that's not accurate. <laughs> I thought that actually would be a good idea. Maybe. Honestly, yeah. We could think about that know any therapists that would want to come in and talk about like what some of these survivors go through that's true get a clinical perspective right anyways so tonight i like i said i've had a lot of people send me over the last like two or three months just different stories and obviously we are not gonna be able to cover all of them uh here tonight But there were a couple that were sent by multiple people and that were just really intriguing to me. So I thought, why not do a case or an episode um, just talking about different sickos that are in the world and different things that are going on that are making news headlines that are related. Mm -hmm. Current events. Right. Current events and then... Who knows? Maybe we'll come back and revisit this later and see if any of these sickos have reoffended or where some of these people are now yeah. or later than in the future. In the future. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> have you heard any recent stories? I'm curious if you have and if any of those are on my list. I know one of them probably will be. I mean, there's the big one where yeah, at the American Airlines Center. Yeah, we're going to talk about so that one. Because it's so close to home. And that's why, yeah. That's so, what we're talking about. Yeah. And then there's the billboard that's on uh, the highway in our town that we see that did all of the flashes and everything. Wanted people. Right. I didn't really... I'm driving, so I'm obviously. You know, I know. <laughs> I always that, think but. about that. It's like when you're driving, and it's like, yeah, but like, can you pause that for a second? Because yeah. I want to know who this wanted guy is. But there's like, right? you know, something I'm like obstructing your like vision. You can't see yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, no, I gotta pay attention. But wait, what is this? 
right. distracted driving at its finest. Right, right, right. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Um, yeah, well, we are going to talk about the AAC, uh, the American Airlines Center that's here in downtown Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, well, that's not the first one we're talking about. Okay. So the first one is... I'm a, I don't know. I don't under, I wish I had legal experience cuz I don't understand all of this. It takes place in um like the tri-state Delaware, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania area, but all of their trial stuff is coming from the Manhattan District Attorney, so I'm just a little confused on if the crimes were committed in those different places why is Manhattan the one prosecuting these people, but that might be just be a conversation for another day because I don't <laughs> I think have that no any idea. of us know the answer to that. <laughs> so these people were arrested for basically they were human trafficking people through an OnlyFans account. Oh God, OnlyFans, Jesus. Yeah, one one victim uh, was forced to take like nude photos and create sex videos and speak with like her clients on this OnlyFans account that these traffickers set up for her basically. Um, Basically like the guy would create an account without the woman's knowledge or consent. And then like, I guess start doing these things, making them take these photos and do all this stuff. And then he's like posting it on these accounts to make money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and she's not getting any of that, I'm sure. No, definitely not. Um, I'm trying to find their names. I think I deleted. <laughs> not important. Right, stop. Scumbags of the <laughs> Well, earth. their names are not important. And obviously, a lot of times, right, like when I was doing this case for, like, research for this episode, and I knew this already, but it just dawned on me, like, when I was doing something, it kind of just came back to the forefront of my mind. But, like, a lot of times when you hear about the cases, like, for, it was the AAC one. Like, you're not going to find the, mm. the the survivors' names out there, especially if they're minors. Like, you're definitely not going to, unless you have some sort of, you know, connection. Obviously, we're just too, we'll find the two middle-class people <laughs> working in a... Or recording in a studio. Anyways, um, okay, I'm getting sidetracked. So these two people were arrested for allegedly preying on women and violently forced them to engage in sex acts across the country. They Violently? Po- yeah. They posted this content onto the website OnlyFans. Um, the names are Jonathan Ruiz and Charlene Santiago. Um, they basically ran this sex trafficking. I love how the news article says operation. Like not well. This is not an operation. Like <laughs> anyways, God. sex trafficking operation that spanned six states. Oh, and it did include New York. So I guess maybe New York is they're the, they're the head of it. Oh, what happened? Whoa. Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm back. Okay. Right? Yeah, I can hear you now. That's crazy. Um, 27. Charlene's 27. Jonathan's 29. The couple also has some children. The couple. Okay, so it is a woman. Mm-hmm. Charlene. Charlene. Is, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a man and a woman. They have children. Wow. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> according... What? I was just laughing because you were laughing. Oh, I'm, I'm just, and it's not funny. I'm just laughing because it's like, these fucking people had kids. Like, anyways, start going down all the different ways. At least they weren't holes. using their kids. Who knows? Maybe they uh, were. This is yeah, a current news true. story. This, there could be. Ongoing. Yeah. Right. This is an ongoing, I'm sure, investigation. Although it does say in the article that. The trafficking occurred from February 2020 to February 2021. So here's my thoughts on that. When, if they, if they got those, they probably did some type of investigation, right? Like they get evidence or they get some type of tip or lead that leads them down this, you know, they get a warrant, they get a tap and then they tap, you know, whatever their warrant, whatever it is 
gives them a year and they gather all this information. So they're only saying that it occurred from February, 2020 to February, 2021. Mm -hmm. I'm not a lawyer. Maybe I'm wrong, but my guess is he, he and she were probably doing this or however they identify, whatever. I don't want to piss anyone (laughs) off. Um, these low life pieces of crap, uh, Probably we're doing this before Definitely. and they're just getting caught between February, 2020 and February, 2021, hmm. February, 2020, right before the pandemic. Right. I wonder what like OnlyFans stance on that is. That's interesting to bring that. Yeah. I believe that. So OnlyFans according to this article, has started to identify and ban, and ban like sexually explicit content. But there's a lot of discrepancy and confusion around mm-hmm. what they're classifying as sexually explicit content. Right. Like who, who decides that? Who's policing that? So I don't know. I don't know, that's a, that's a whole nother <laughs> rabbit hole of, of craziness. But these people <clears throat> used the site OnlyFans, which I realized I kept calling it fans only. <laughs> you, wait, what? Yeah, like when it first started coming out and people were asking me about it, I didn't know what it was. And then I just kept like thinking it was called fans only. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense both ways, but. I mean, it could, yeah. Yeah. You could have, like, you know, it, no, I'm not even giving them, <laughs> We're not I'm not giving them marketing <laughs> ideas, not, not doing it. Okay. So, um, I think I, I mentioned earlier that one of the women was forced to take a bunch of photos and they, you know, created this account. She didn't know about it. Uh, Jonathan was also charged with labor trafficking as well, which I found Ooh. that to be super. Like, kudos, because that's extremely underreported. Mm-hmm. As we all know, like, sexual crimes are drastically underreported. Um, and in human trafficking, labor is super underreported. So the fact that they were actually able to find something to charge him with, because it's hard to prove. Right. Um, I was like, wow, hope, was it- hope that sticks. Was the labor charge related to this or was it a completely different yeah it was because oh, he so allegedly was forcing her yeah okay. it was allegedly forcing one of the women to basically create this count and wow yeah which that's interesting to me is if they're able to charge him with labor trafficking after you know this woman alleged that she was forced to Oh, interesting as we're recording an Amber Alert is going off. Missouri City, Texas. I wonder if that's anywhere near spring. I don't know. Is that the one from this morning? No. The one from this morning was... Oh, I think I accidentally X'd out of that one. I don't remember. You know there was one literally in the... I'm not going to name it on here. You can probably look it up, but... In, in my mom and dad's town. Oh, wow. Like two or three days, four days ago. My mom's like, did you see this? This is right here. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's nuts. It was the same one this morning, 7.22 a.m. Missouri City, Texas. Oh. 11-year-old. I didn't realize that they sent him out. I didn't either. I thought they only sent him out like once. Maybe. Maybe it's. I don't know. Interesting. Well, back to these scumbags, and we hope that this this young person is found safe. Um, these chodes. <laughs> I don't even know what to call them. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember. We were talking about labor trafficking, and if they're able, what I was going to say was, if they're able to charge him with labor trafficking because he was allegedly forcing this woman to make these videos for OnlyFans, if that is a way that prosecutors can start charging some of these traffickers with the maximum, you know, 
potential of right hopefully this makes a an example right it would just be because what i'm saying is like i mean i've always wondered that i'm like labor trafficking yeah i think a lot of people think people picking fruits and vegetables and farmers and you know agriculture and Mm -hmm. you know construction and things like that but if you're able if you are sex trafficked like this person was and he's forcing her to make money for him and it's and videos which mm-hmm. is work there's got to be ways that in other cases they can start charging these people with sex trafficking and labor trafficking it would just make sense most definitely i approve this message and i'm running for office <laughs> just kidding uh, so the details i guess were pretty you know pretty hard they were they this couple preyed on like very vulnerable people um and they were a part of like a larger ring i guess oh i'm not exactly sure there wasn't a whole whole lot on this particular case um yeah so they were moving people in and around uh the states that I had mentioned earlier, uh, Delaware, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, New York. Um, I think I'm forgetting one. Uh, you know, there's mm-hmm. accounts of him with guns and holding all of these people's personal identifications, uh, forcing them to use cocaine. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, they apparently disguised all of their profit profits into a legitimate LLC, LLC yeah. in the state of Connecticut. So I would venture to think that they might be able to get them on charges of racketeering. But mm-hmm. um, again, I'm not a lawyer, but I think that's what that means. Is, oh, yeah. If they made a business. Yeah, yeah. And it was for illegal purposes. Mm-hmm. Like, and you're profiting money off of it. And it's an illegal. I think that's racketeering. Probably weren't paying be, taxes. Um, but I'm sure there's there's a way that they can charge them for something around that as well. Um and so apparently they listed themselves as executives on their LLC. <laughs> the couple's originally from Ohio and they are experts at fraud because they issued like pay stubs and records and wow. yeah, transactions between them and clients. Oh, wow. Yeah. So at some point in the relationship, the husband moves some of the women to a house in Connecticut and start like would force them into prostitution by beating them if they didn't want to work. Uh, and if they stashed money to save it and they tried to escape or fall asleep, like he would just basically beat them, threaten them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they caught him. So yeah, I'm trying to get, find that part that, I think there was a a sting, but I don't see on here. I've read so many stories lately, and I'm like, it's the end of the week, and they're like all the computers like about to die. So yeah, that's kind of that. The main, I mean, the main main highlights of that they're they're awaiting trial at this point. So so there's not too many details to disclose. Not that I added in here. I mean, there were some other articles, but I didn't want to like we're not. You know, we're we're talking about several different cases, so I don't want to go down a ton mm-hmm. of rabbit holes. So I just kind of like highlighted the the things I thought were interesting. But yeah, they they are awaiting trial at this point. So I would imagine their kids are probably in foster care or with a relative or mm-hmm. who who knows. Um, so we'll have to come back and update you guys on those lovely fine folk. <laughs> Ugh. Yes. The next story takes us to Minnesota, where Minnesota. six were arrested in a human trafficking sting operation, which makes me think, like, what was it, Chris Hansen, or to catch a catch a predator? To catch to catch a predator. Did you ever watch that show? Yeah, I did. Yeah. It's <laughs> crazy. Crazy. Six people. My God. Yes, six, six people. Um. Three men were from Minnesota. 
Um, they basically, the crime bureau in Minnesota, the criminal apprehension team, they did an operation and they responded to ads on like, they, you know, put up sex advertisements on websites and then did a whole sting and busted these, busted these, these losers, (laughs) (laughs) these losers, right? It's like, what do you say when that happens? Like. We apprehended the predator. I know, but like, I literally like an hour before we ca- I came here, like for us to do this, um, someone sent me a video and it was just that it was not the Hanson guy, whatever is Chris Dale. I can never remember his name, but the catch predator guy, it wasn't him, but it was someone else. And it was the same thing. Like mm-hmm. this guy walks in and he's a freaking middle school band teacher and he is expecting to meet a 14 year old boy and he is confronted with an ex-military I'm vet. sorry, but that would just be like... Well, and then he's all like, oh, I, I've never done this before. This is my first time. And I'm like, okay. Like, I, I just start Honestly, the- I would laugh. Like, if I was the one that's sitting there waiting for this guy to come in, I'd be like, hey. Well, you could tell the guy was getting, like, super nervous, too, because he was like... The the veteran was asking him, like, are you okay? Like, it looks like your heart's beating. And he's like, yeah, my heart's beating a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, how, you know, asking him all this stuff. And the, guy, the guy's kind of hesitant at first. Then he like, you know, whatever. Like, starts talking to the 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 veteran, um, off the military guy. And basically, like, you know, you find out that he's a school teacher and all this crap. And then you find out, like, he even starts saying that, like, he was abused by his grandma as a Mm. kid. And then that was when he, like, started to, um, like, become, like, he, I don't know how he words it, but he basically was, like, after that kind of started happening is when I started having feelings of being, like, gay and, um, then he's like, you know, I know it was wrong that she did that. And so the guy's like, well, then why are you going to do it to someone else? And like, just continue this, perpetuate this cycle over and over again. And I don't know, like you watch it. And and when he leaves, the guy tells him, he's like, look, you're not getting arrested tonight. But like, I need to know your name. Like, I need to know where you work. Like, I have to report you. Like, because they, they couldn't arrest me technically, like. Oh my God. But what if he had done it before? Well, that's why they did go through his phone while they were like talking, like while, while he was talking to him and there was nothing on there. And he's a teacher. I know. So that's why the, um, I keep wanting to say officer. That's why the gentleman was basically telling this dude, I need, I need your info. Like I will be contacting the police and telling them like what happened today. Like I will be contacting your school and the guy just like leaves and he's like, thank you for changing my life and opening up my life and like making me realize sure, like this was yeah. wrong. I know. So part of me is like, thank you sitting- for not arresting me. I'm going to do it again and just not get caught. Right. I'm okay. <laughs> That's where like I struggle. Cause like you watch it and you like the whole time I'm like, yeah, right. This is a fucking like lying, like whatever. I don't bl- like believe anything you're saying. I don't buy what you're saying. But then on the other hand, you're also like, I don't know, like what if that would be an eye-opening situation for someone and it does change his life and the dude's just sitting here drop this bomb on you that like he was also mm-hmm. molested like it makes me start wondering like well okay is he spewing out a bunch of lies like how do you know how can you decipher that you can't you just have to use your best judgment right. but if we can assess that what he's saying is true then it just further proves that if you are victimed like if, if you are a victim and you are and you never seek any type of mental health therapy counseling like you know Mm -hmm. juju meditation I don't know whatever it is that that gets you your mind right and you know square with life and whatever you're just going to repeat Repeat that pattern yeah Yeah. it does not justify it like no you went there with full-on intentions of attacking a child like and ruining a child's life I hope he was fired Oh, I know. I didn't I say really they, ble- they bleeped out his name on this like well, video I saw. So I was like, damn it. I want to like, I hope it. he was fired. I mean, I just can't. Ugh. I would hope so too. I would think, I would hope there'd be a zero tolerance. Like you would, policy. you would hope. <laughs> yeah. Well, in today's world, who knows? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's kind of what happened with this. And, and they didn't release any of their names, which kind of is annoying because I'm like, if you're, 
if you're arrested for any type of pedophilia, like, yeah, I think you kind of just gave up your rights. Like, your name should be out there. Who you work for should yeah, be out there. Yeah, I mean, it's not like they're going to, they're in jail. So it's not like we can hunt them down and murder them ourselves. But right. at least put their names out there. Right. So then other people can come forward and be like, you know what? Yeah, that was actually, yeah, I know, I know that person. That makes sense. <laughs> right. Yeah, guess so. I mean, I don't know. It's just all. So the other thing I was going to say about this is um, someone was asking me, like, why, why do they do these stings and not just shut down the website? Because they need to be able to catch more people. So I used to ask the same question when I first started diving into this. I'm like, well, okay, like the obvious solution is just shut down OnlyFans. <laughs> like, hello. <laughs> but then I watched this they're like amazing documentary that I'm not going to remember the name of and have to go through like whatever streaming platform I even watched. And I don't even remember. It was years ago. But they were talking about how if you you can do that. Like they can figure out all the back end techie things that I don't understand and know and shut it down. But the problem is you shut one down and 10 more will pop back up. Yeah. That's so if true. you've already like gotten to a point, the way it was explained to me was like, if the powers that be the FBI, whoever it is, like if they have the infiltration into the platform, if you will, then they can use it to do stings like this and, and bust people. But mm -hmm. to me, that is a double edged sword. It definitely is. I, I get it. Like you want to have the site so that yes, you can do stings like this, but at what point is it the cost of the victim? Like when, for an example, we'll just go with back page. Cause this was a back page issue. Like, if you have content on there that you know that has been identified by Nick Mac or the FBI or whoever as child pornography or as whatever, and you're constantly like that content's constantly getting shared mm -hmm. and other people are getting victimized of it. Oh, like they're getting victimized over and over again. Right. And then you don't shut the site down. Like it's, it's right. I don't feel like I'm explaining what I'm trying to say very well. I feel like I'm definitely having scatterbrain thought today, but I don't know. I definitely see different, like both sides, but at the same time, if, if, if the government has control of these sites and they keep them open because they're trying to catch a bigger fish or they're trying, you're just continually aiding in victimizing people over and over again. Right. Yeah, and I can see that side too. Is that okay? That's what I'm trying to say. No, it's it's kind of like that saying, I guess, where you're like, how does it go? You lose the one to save them all. I know what you're talking about. I don't remember the quote, but yes. Yeah, I guess what's good for the goose. Thing. Yeah, for what's the good for one may not necessarily be good for all. I don't. Right. Yeah, I think right. that's. That's probably how they justify it. Yeah, but if... But it's not... Life is life. My thing is, is if you have so. control... Like, this documentary basically went in to talk about, like, there was a whole Operation Sting going on, and their investigative journalist people discovered that the government was actually... Like, not. I don't think it was mm. the U.S. government. Um, but they basically had access and were in control of this site, but they wouldn't shut it down because they wanted to catch the bigger fish. They wanted right. to catch the ringleader, which yeah, I'm all for that. Like go get the big dog, but in your fight to get the big dog, mm -hmm. how many more victims are you going to step on to get that big dog right. when you can save these people and help these people now? Yeah. Like little steps add up. <laughs> You know they what do. I mean? They one, do one, add up. One step, one foot in front of the other, and eventually you've run a marathon. Like, it's... Mm -hmm. Anyways. Yeah, so these these loser douchebag, douche, uh, douche canoes um, are all sitting in uh, their county jails, I'm sure, in uh, Minnesota for 
human trafficking charges. So yeah, well, you know, and they're probably uh, they're probably getting treated just the way they should be. Yeah, you know, I've always wondered. So some of our listeners that are in other countries, please like write in and share this. But if you are not from America and you don't know, in American prisons, like they they don't tolerate pedophiles. No, it's weird. Like serial killers and murderers and stuff like that. They're like, as soon as they know that about you, they're like, you're dead. Yeah. 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 You've got all the gangs in there and all the gangs are going to start beating you up. Like no one's going to, no one's going to help you. It's very, it's very interesting. Right. So I'd be curious to see if that is the same mentality in other parts of the world. I would be too. Or how actually. also I would be interested to see. And obviously like I've read like the UK is not too terrible with their their charges um, around human trafficking. Not that they have like a ton really. No, no one really does. Like no, you know, no country's really like driving the force of arresting. Like we all kind of have some. Some have mm-hmm. more than others. But I'd be interested to see the countries that you don't hear much about. Um what their prison time is for sex trafficking, yeah, sex traffickers or pedophiles. Like, cause right. you know how here in America you can be a pedophile and get 10 years <laughs> yeah. or, or like, like couple, three months. Right. Or you have a couple, couple ounces of like, you just can't go near a school. No Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's funny when you hear that people get sentenced really liberally, mm-hmm. if you will, um, for crimes against children, yet you hear about cases where people have a couple ounces, maybe a pound a pot, right. pa- pounds a lot, but either way, <laughs> like there are cases of people that have gotten caught with a little bit of some ganja and marijuana, and then now they're spending the rest of their life in jail. Yeah. And I mean, for what? Some plant? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Listen, I'm not saying it's right or wrong to punish someone or, you know, whatever about drugs. I don't care. But to me, pot's pot, whatever. There needs to be like a different, like. But I don't think it's fair for someone who's (laughs) actively choosing to use recreationally versus a person that is intentionally harming and dangering Mm-hmm. others yeah specifically I children i agree like the scale seems a little off like smoking a plant raping children yeah 10 years it's very life like it doesn't what? make any sense it really doesn't that would be an interesting thought though to see where how other prison systems work yeah like around the world yeah like because you know what's what are the countries where like they say if you get caught and you go to jail for drugs, like you do hard time, like Vietnam or Thailand or yes. somewhere crazy. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, uh, I would not do well in prison. <laughs> I would not do well in prison. I want to be asking my mom for extra, extra top ramen seasoning packs so I Actually, can sell for the commissary. I'd, I'd probably, <laughs> I'd probably do pretty well. Because I watched this show, Girls Locked Up. Oh, yeah. All-female prison. Never heard of it. Super awesome. Like, I really want to try fishtailing because it's like, it's like, that came out so wrong. But it's where you flush stuff down the toilet if you're in like a prison that's leveled. Mm -hmm. And you can flush stuff like messages and notes and food down your toilet to someone else <laughs> like down below you or above you <laughs> i'm sorry but i am it's not so eating cool. a twinkie uh, that is coming so down cool. the pipe of a 150 year old prison that was flushed to me like <laughs> that's <laughs> so far off but i really want to try that um yeah i think that they should have a class on that <laughs> On how to flush items. <laughs> how, to, how to survive prison. 
no what <laughs> you're going like backwards i know but <laughs> how about how to not get into person yeah that's true listen Anyway, I would not. So I took a, I took a, you were, I think, you know, I took a leadership class a couple years ago with the city. I don't know if you, I think you knew that, right? Yeah. And, um, one of the days, so the whole pro- program is like a nine month program. And, and, you know, every time your class meets, you learn and go somewhere new within the city, so to speak. So one class was all about our education system and our education department, if you will, here in the city that we live in. One day was all about um, the nonprofits in our area. One day was all about economic development, um, mayor day, like all the, like, you know what I mean? Like we had a ton of different things. And one day we did, it was, I think it was lumped in with the first responder day. And so in the morning we were at the fire station and we're like putting on, like I was the only one and I'm over here, like putting on their whole gear. And I'm like, are you guys going to tie me? Like how fast <laughs> I got to do this? And they had like this car and the draws of life thing. And they're showing us all this crap and it's great. And then they were like, all right, like go to, you know, down, you know, the prison, yeah. like the County jail yeah, the that's county. like around the corner. Yeah. The lockup. Yeah. And so we go and they, they give us a tour of like, first of all, I, I learned our city, our city is 100% equipped with SWAT. Yes, we are. SWAT crap. <laughs> I got to go in the SWAT cars. Yeah. I got to like, you know, hold a bunch of the, like, they let us like fly up. They have full on drones. They have this, like, I can't remember what they called it. They have a name for it, but it's a robot. And they were telling stories about like this robot, they had a hostage situation. So they sent the robot in and it like had a a bomb attached to it and it went off, but the robot never died. So they like, it's like (gasps) comes back. Anyway, I'm totally getting off topic. However, that particular day we will go to the County jail and they give us like the whole getup. And there's a couple people in there and there's this guy in there and we're in the afternoon at this point. Like it's like after lunch, like we were there at like one o'clock, I think. And this guy, this guy is screaming <laughs> in the prison cell. Like he's obviously locked up and I can't see him, but he's like, let me out of here. Oh, I didn't do this. I'm going to fight. Like, you know, just absurd, like just screaming. And, and then you have like the warden guy, whatever, I don't know, head command <laughs> number uno, runo guy, whatever his name was. I don't remember. It's horrible. I hope that Meredith's not listening to me talk about this programs. <laughs> They're never going to invite me back. Um, so he's trying to give us like this whole speech and I'm just sitting here like, okay, like we're in <laughs> the prison and I am locked and like, you know, you, we couldn't come in with anything. We had to lock up. They're asking us a questions like, does anyone have any weapons? Of course, you know, like, oh, here's all my stuff. Like, and so they're like, you know, of course now they feel like they're eyeing me and like this guy's like screaming and then they give us jumpsuits and we put them on. And you I'm put like, jumpsuits. Yeah, they gave us the jumpsuits. And at that point, I was like, well, I already put on the firefighter outfit. Was so it I'm orange? Just, no, they were white. They were white, white, like a white gray. They were white gray and they had like, you know, yeah. whatever on the back. Um, and the numbers down the side. And there's a picture floating <laughs> oh around somewhere in, in the emails of the communications with the team. But um, they, they were like, do you want to go... Do you, do you want us to like pretend lock you in? And I'm like, nope, no, sir. Do not <laughs> no. even think so. Not an experience. That yeah, I I'm know. like putting Thank on you. the jumpsuits. You know, anxiety. Enough. What if you don't? What if you don't let me back in? <laughs> right, what if you come back and say I have a warrant? I was like, funny. No, I'm good. Someone else can do it. I was like, I've already done all this other crap this morning, and I was like, putting on this jumpsuits about it for me i'm max like, see you later <laughs> and we got like creeper dudes screaming down there oh and so the guy even told us he's like oh yeah that guy's in here for like a dui which if you're not from here it's every state in america has it like a little different but it's basically driving while under the influence or driving mm-hmm. while intoxicated he was drunk um i don't remember what it, he blew but um the the officer had told us that he was already had been like processed so he's like yeah when you get like he's like you when you get back out because we didn't have our phones or anything in the prison part with us he's like yeah when you guys get back out you can 
go on to our website and you'll be able to see his mugshot <laughs> and be able to see like what he's in for. And so the minute we got out, I get my phone and I'm like emailing the whole team. I'm like, all right, his name's blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and he was arrested for this at this time. And he's like, you know, now he's on like mental health watch because he's been like making threats. And like, it was just like this whole list of Jeez, all rap sheet. Yeah. Anyways, we totally went off on a yeah, tangent, we did. but that's all right. We only have a couple more and then we will be done. Um, Don't go to jail, guys. That's... Yeah. Basically, the, the moral of that 20 minute tangent was... Yeah. If, don't go to jail if you do get extra top ramen packets because you can barter and them. learn how to flush things down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know about all that, but <laughs> notes maybe food. Food is, <laughs> that is disgusting. Okay, so the next I gotta like compose myself now. Uh, and the next we're back. We're back. The next story is not one that I think is. Um, unheard of. I definitely think a lot of people, especially around the world, have probably been following this one. Um, so I thought we'd just talk about it because why not? So R. Kelly was recently sentenced to 30 years in prison for federal racketeering and sex trafficking charges. Did you uh, follow any of this or know of any of this? I think I watched a documentary about it oh you did watch that yes yeah. i did mm-hmm. what'd you think of it i thought it was okay i just i'm i'm a little like behind everything because when was r kelly like prevalent <laughs> you weren't born yeah so like <laughs> kind so of <laughs> i grew up listening to r kelly okay like that was yeah early eight nineties like he was real big okay so yeah it's a little like before me so. uh, a lot a lot of bit before you. <laughs> a little bit a lot a lot a little lot of it yeah um but you know who he is yes right? i know he's who a, he is he's the he's the yeah. yeah and he had a bunch of girls that he would course into hanging out with him and then mm-hmm. he had a long-term girlfriend too who he forced to do stuff yeah, I'm going to be honest. I watched part of that documentary and it just, you know, I'm going to be honest. Sometimes, sometimes I can sit and watch all of this and it just like fuels my fire. And I'm like, so like we got to do something. And then sometimes when you watch it, like kind of what I was telling you the other day, like if your mental health isn't in the right mindset. Yeah. It, it is, I don't advise going down. So, you know, that's another reason why sometimes we've missed weeks. Like it's can be really emotionally and mentally draining to read and, and you cannot unlearn what you learn. Mm-hmm. You cannot unsee what you see. You cannot unhear what you hear and what you know. And it, it just, you know, so I didn't get to watch through it. I couldn't, I didn't, I shouldn't say I didn't get to, I, I chose to like not finish the R Kelly thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'll have to circle back on that, but Yes, he he definitely groomed a lot of young girls. Yes. Coming to him because of his fame, promising him, them all kinds of, you know, all the things. Like clothes, uh, jewelry, yeah. jobs, opportunity, money, security. Mm-hmm. So I was shocked that he only got 30 years, though. I thought he would get more. Yeah, and his prosecutor, sorry, his prosecutor, the prosecutor was asking for more than 25 years. His attorney was like, you know, he only needs like 10 years and all this. They basically, his attorney was asking him to have leniency on the sentencing because R. Kelly had suffered his own childhood traumatic experiences. Oh, yes, I did. Yeah, that was um, Where he was like... a supposedly sexually abused by family members Mm -hmm. and people in and out of his life, which honestly, again, we just talked about this. Like, right. It's a, it's extremely common, but at this point, bro, you are a grown ass man. Like, yeah, no, gotta, you gotta pay for your actions. Yeah. You made not a good, I was not, I'm gonna, (laughs) 
I was going to say you made your bed, you have to lay in it, which then I started to like stop saying that because I'm thinking, it's probably not a good mm. choice of words. Maybe, maybe a different one. Yeah. yeah. Point yeah. is, you're responsible for your own actions. You are a grown mm. man and you at that point in your life should know the difference between right and wrong. And if you don't, well, then we have other And what's problems. funny is I'm pretty sure he did know. Yeah, like well, he some of these girls were like know. fourteen or something, yeah. right? Yeah, like they some were, of young. Them were young. And then there, I will say, the last thing I do remember reading about this, and it it might have been on the documentary, but I do remember reading something about it afterwards because it was like, I think it was right after he got sentenced. I read uh, my sister, I think, sent me an article that was talking about one of the family members. Um the family of one of the girls that he has groomed and conditioned and trafficked still has not reached out to her family. Like he still has, he has hooks He's control got hooks. on her. Yeah. 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 And so I'm like, uh, it's called his posse people. It's mm-hmm. called his, his, you know, his vatos, his, his yeah. homies, his people. Like mm-hmm. it's the people that he is associating with that are around them. Like now I'm you know what I mean? Like, but also, too, these girls are years deep into this now. Yeah, they have, I, I hate to say it, but maybe they've become addicted to that lifestyle. Well, yeah, I'm sure they have, but also at that point. Where are you going to go? Where are they going to go from here, right? Right. They, yeah, where are they going to go? They mm-hmm. I mean, they could go home, some of them, I'm sure. But the thing I was going to say was I think that some of them oftentimes I shouldn't say some of them oftentimes in general when you tell someone that they're being human trafficked they will like laugh at you they Mm -hmm. they won't believe you they will deny it they don't see it it's can be that bad that they don't even realize what is happening to them is human trafficking Mm -hmm. so that could be very well the case in this because these girls, some of them were like 14. Right. And they're, you know, I don't know how old they are, like 30s maybe, my age. They're probably like trauma bonding too. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Trauma bonding for sure. Mm-hmm. So I did think it was interesting though that it said that he was sexually abused because I did not know that. Yeah, in the documentary or something, I hope this is the right person that I'm thinking of, but he used to, like, prostitute himself out on the street. R. Kelly did? I think so. I didn't know that. I just snorted. (laughs) I think to other men. Oh, shit. I I did not know that. If I'm wrong, then I'm thinking of somebody else, and I apologize, but... I mean, you honestly... It's very possible that you know more about this than me, because I'm going to be honest, I used to lose when (laughs) I loved R. Kelly growing up, so... It's just sad. Yeah. sucks when, like, you grow up listening to music and... Enjoy a song and then, you know. You find out that kind of stuff. And then you listen to it and you're just like, all your childhood memories come back and be like jamming out to this song and you're like, I can't like this song Yeah, now you're like, "Mm, can't do that. Yeah. So the last case, um, we're going to wing this because my computer just died. So (laughs) let's see how good we can do this one. Um, The last one was going to be on the the AAC. So... Did you read anything on this one? I didn't read anything, no. Okay, so... I've only word of mouth from everybody around me. <laughs> everybody. And everybody. by everybody, yeah. I mean everyone that you and I know in the yeah. same circle sent me this article. Yeah, they're article. like, did you, did you see this? And you're like, I'm alive, yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm not it. kidding. I, I can't tell you how many people locally sent it to me. And I will say, surprisingly, um, a couple of my friends that live out of state... Mm-hmm. also sent me this article um, asking me, like, well, one of them, she was like, I'm 100% sure you've probably already seen this, but I couldn't believe it. I have to share it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, yes, I have. How did yeah. you find this? It's like, you live 
right on the east coast so it was kind of interesting um but yes um if i'm recalling correctly she was a 15 year old and she was at the aac and again if you guys don't know what the aac is it's the american airlines center in downtown dallas where our um professional basketball team the mavericks uh play mm -hmm. mark cuban owns them and then it's also the arena for our beloved amazing one day stanley cup winner again <laughs> dallas stars um stars <laughs> dallas <laughs> um who by the way and we do concerts there and everything yeah too. there's also yeah. concerts and band rodeo graduate oh yeah there's that's right i forgot about that mm -hmm. there's a, it's an event stadium thing mm -hmm. i don't know look it up it seats a lot of people yeah yeah it can kind of get like a little overwhelming mm -hmm. when you're leaving like i'm gonna yeah. be honest i haven't been down there in a really long in a time sketchy area okay we're yes let's talk about that so this area okay first of all the aac is only like that I remember they were building that shortly after my family moved here. So that isn't that old. It's not, it's, it's not, not even, old. it may it looks old. Maybe. Oh, I know. Right. They didn't really do it. No. Anyways. Anyway. Sorry, Mark Cuban. Um, <laughs> I want to say that thing is not more than 15 years old. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. But the point is it has increased as far as, there are areas down there that are nicer-ish. Mm -hmm. Condos, high-rises have really that blown up around That none of us it. can afford. Right, yeah. Yeah, like the condos mm -hmm. and the houses that are down there are, for example, what's the, is it the 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 W or whatever that's right across the street? The Wyndham, right? Whatever no. it's called. That yeah. one that's right across the street that's really high. Mm -hmm. That's where Khloe Kardashian lived when she was... Yes, here for school. Married... <laughs> Here for kidding. school. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, she was married to that dude, but her sister did go to SMU. Yeah. Anyways, we're not going down the Kardashian no. rabbit hole. Yeah. So this area where the AAC is, we also have a train, a metro mm -hmm. train system that's right, and it stops right out front. And there are actually two. There's the the DART, the, the Dallas Dart, Area yeah. Rapid Transit, which comes up. And goes one direction. And then um, the other one is the TRE, which takes you to Fort Worth yeah, and Fort Worth. the other direction. Yeah. Um, and so it's a little sketch at night. And car parking. I don't know. It, well, there's, you park, there's like a whole lot in the front part of the AC, park, but you have to park on that back lot. You park. You can also park underneath the highway. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. When you walk across yes. over by like yes. where, what is it? Uh, Hooters and, um, it, that is um, the scariest house of blues. Walk. That is the scariest. Yeah, it's walk. fine when you're going for that yes. afternoon game, but, but when night, you're coming home, no. So you better be in that crowd. I'm going to be honest. I have not gone down there. I can't even, I'm, I know the last time I went down there was for a Dallas stars game, but it has had to have been years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, so anyways, this young girl, she's at the Mavs game watching the basketball game with her dad. And at one point she goes to the, use the restroom and she doesn't come back. Mm -hmm. And I'm really mad that my computer died because I really wanted to like, I'm not going to be able to like quote everything, but apparently the dad immediately notified security at the AAC and they started to like, you know, I'm sure do whatever their protocols are. But then mm -hmm. by the time the game was over and, and she couldn't, wasn't found and didn't come back to her seat, they notify the Dallas police department. And I am honestly not a fan of the Dallas police department. I'm sure there are some good <laughs> Dallas police department officers um, on the line, but collectively, as a whole, some of you have put a bad taste in my mouth mm -hmm. and I have zero respect for mm -hmm. that. Like, but they came out and they refused to file uh, like a, a report. Yeah. They like, yeah. And, Do an Amber alert or anything like that. Uh, she did not get an Amber alert and they ended up finding her. I can't remember how many days later it was. I want to say like 10 or 15, like I said, my computer died, but 
They found her several days later in Oklahoma and they had arrested mm-hmm. up, I think they arrested six or seven people in connection with her. Which Oklahoma is um, 250-ish miles from Dallas, wherever they found her. Are you talking about like oh, Dallas to the Oklahoma border? Well, wherever like they Dallas found her Oklahoma. in Oklahoma, I oh. think it was 250 miles from the AA center. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I did not know that. Well, when was this? Do you remember? This was like, what, a month this month or so ago? I think it was in July. Mid-July. Mid-July. We are in mid... No. Oh, what are we? end of July. June. <laughs> Mid-June. Mid-June. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, I think it was a little bit before that... I just lost my train of thought. Yeah, so it just, that, couldn't believe when the dad was saying that they wouldn't take a report and that he ended up having to file a report, I think, with his own city that he lived in. June 10th. There's silence and all you hear is June. Sorry, oh no, in April. Oh, so it's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So this is a older current news story. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. This news story is from June 10th, but... it's. I think that's the update. I think that one's the one where they arrested... Yes. Arrested some folks for... Looks like she was talking to somebody there. And then, um, yeah, I'd read that she had been chatting with someone and they met up there or something. Mm-hmm. So basically it can happen anywhere. And your kid, unfortunately, she's 15. She's super naive. She probably thought that this person was not going to harm her. Right. She probably didn't even have a second thought that she was in any kind of danger or putting mm-hmm. herself in any kind of danger at all whatsoever. And that's kind of what people need to start telling their kids, like, or other people, like, you are not exempt. Nobody is. Be aware at all times of your surroundings. Yes, exactly. It takes, <laughs> it takes you really one, need to be very aware of your surroundings. Right. And when your parents tell you not to get on a, a chat site on the internet, they're probably right. Yes. Although, Don't do that. Although it's so funny how backwards things are. It's um, crazy. You know, when I was a young a long, young little tyke, it was stranger danger. Don't get in, in, you know, don't get in cars with strangers and don't talk to people online and don't meet people that you meet online. And but how about this? Today's world, it's like, Give oh, we people on- your address to take food to your house. Exactly. <laughs> I I wonder since all of this has happened like how much you know like Uber Eats like I wonder like if are they ever gonna find like a potential person that's been poisoning people and their food or people that do sick stuff to your food before no just go get your own food 15 percent I'm gonna I'm gonna have I have this I'm like in my head estimated at least 15% of Uber drivers are involved in something sketchy. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> like, there's no doubt. Yeah, I'm sure. I just... We need to do it how they do it in Europe, where they have people rent. Like, they have a fleet of cars, and you use those cars as, like, your day job. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 I mean... I don't know. It's just funny. Like how I just still think it's just so funny how like you grow up and your parents are like, don't talk to people on the internet. Don't meet people on the internet. And then nowadays it's, oh, I met online dating. We met on Bumble. You mean you met a random person and chatted and conversed with them via a techno, you know, your phone, your cell phone, your cellular device. Were there, and that's the thing too, is like, do people even have phone calls anymore? Like what, you know what I mean? No. So then you go to a coffee shop and you've never seen this person. It's going to be like, Hey, my name's Stan. Come check out my van. I have three puppies. <laughs> Stan like, van. Stan in the van. Hey, my name's, Hey kids. My name's Stan. Come check out my, that's have you There's heard? a lot of catfishing. Oh, so. I'm sure. Have you heard of the band, the van? 
Mm, no. No. This whole true crime garage does it where he's like ban the van like ban the raper van oh my god every time i see one of those on the highway i'm like i'm done (laughs) every time i see a semi i'm always like i feel like they should make those doors (laughs) see-through so we can see that you don't have people in the back of that semi Mm -hmm. yeah anyways well i guess computer died we will end it and we'll do our ending a little different (laughs) because We're just winging it. (laughs) Yes. We will be back at some point, guys. Um, We do have some travel. I have some travel coming up. I think you do as well. Mm -hmm. So we we will be taking a short hiatus. However, we will be back. We had a very productive uh, little working dinner. Yeah, about um, upcoming seasons and cases and all the fun things. So y'all be on the lookout for that. Be sure to follow us on our social channels. Like, share, rate, review, spread the word, talk about it, uh, get loud, get bold, get out there, and remember, the world needs love, not hate. (laughs) The world needs love, not hate.